Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Early today, maybe. Maybe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I want to minister on, on, on some things. We're, we're preparing ourselves for the conference. Amen. Uh, the well uh, 22. Amen. Is, is coming. It'll be here before you know it. And so God right now, if you don't see it, ask him to re- open your eyes because there are things that are happening right now. And there's things happening in the spirit realm that we do not even see right now. But we're going to have to trust him in him. Amen. God is about to do something, and everything that you've been asking for is about to be released upon you. Come on, that, that, that's what the Lord says right now. He's about to release some things, uh, struggles. Listen, struggles, things that you're shackled to are about to break off you. The power of God is about to do that. Amen. He's about to put things in order, and so everything that you ask, you will receive. I said everything that you ask, you'll receive. So when you ask the Father in prayer, when your daily prayer, ask with confidence. And God is about to release it to you because he's about to bless you. He's about to prepare you. The season that we have come out of is preparing us for the season that we're about to enter into. Amen. We're about to cross over, as it was spoken last week, amen, into something of a greater dimension. But we had to go through the season before us to prepare us and to check us. You've been checked. And a lot of us, we understand there was a lot of flesh still on us. (laughs) Hallelujah. And so God had to prepare us for what's to come because that flesh that we were in cannot survive what's to come. Let me say that again. The flesh that we were in will not survive us to what's to come. So he checked us to see inside of us, and a lot of it came out. Come on. Come on, a lot of the stuff just kind of threw up out of us, amen. But God cleared it all out. Now we're ready to what's to come. And he's preparing us. We're not there yet. You're a work in progress. But don't get off. Don't get off. Don't stay. Don't, don't, don't get out of the way. Don't, don't, don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. Because God's about to blow your mind. That's not in my sermon, amen, but it's something that the Lord just told me to tell you right now. Amen. So everything we are doing is lining us up for our conference. And, man, the conference is going to blow your mind. Amen. We're going to have a great time, and we're going to have a great year. And we're going to enter the new year. Oh, my Lord, in 2023 with some fire. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But today I want to minister, amen, and God has been impressing on this, amen. My, my, me and my wife have been talking on certain things, amen. And so I want to minister on the family. Amen. And I want to minister in the area of parents to their children. Being a parent to your children. It's important that we engage with our kids. Can somebody say amen? Parents say amen. Come on. Being involved. Amen. Parenting them. Being involved in parenting them. The definition of parenting is this. Raising or taking care of a child by a parent. Listen, 
Parents, you are not to be their best friend. You are to be their parent. Come on. It, so it may, it may, some of you guys may say, oh, I don't receive that. Let me tell you, you're not helping them by being a best friend. You are to be a parent to them. Amen. I'll, and I'll show it through the word of God. Amen. So I want to minister a two-part message entitled, It's Time to Parent. It's time to parent with a subtitle. It's not easy, but you got to do it. <laughs> Come on, you, you cannot pass the buck on this. Too many parents are passing the buck, amen. They're, they're, not, they're not getting involved. They're, they're just there, amen. They're trying to be friends with them. They're trying to be cool with them. But you are to parent them. Come on, somebody say amen. Because if you don't parent them, listen, somebody else will. Come on, there's something wrong with our kids in America today, amen. Every school year, kids are dropping out, amen. Come on, a child is running away from home. There are children being abused and neglected. Children are getting arrested. Children are either being hurt or killed by a gun. There's homosexual, homosexualities on the rise with our children. Transgender. I'm not a girl. I'm not a boy. Call me this. Call me that. Whatever it is. Amen. And it's because, listen, church, parents are not involved in their children's lives. Somebody say, put the seatbelt on. We're going for a ride right now. Hallelujah. Let me, let me just, let me just reiterate what we are here to do, me and my wife, we, are, we want the best for you. So whatever comes from this pulpit is not to scold you, it's to prepare you. And I want the best not only for you, but for your children and your children's children. If we can adapt it to the word of God, amen, then our children will be blessed and not confused. Come on, they, we, we got to go back to parenting. Come on, it's not a time to just soak in your problems and soak in your woes while your children are getting lost. Hello, come on. Come on, we're so occupied. And let me tell you, it is, it is a plan of the enemy to do that. He's bringing division within husbands and wives and all this chaos, amen, for you to stop parenting. And now he's taking your kids and whispering these lies into their ears and, and it's and is making sense to them. You, say me, you have the duty to do to clear all that out. Can somebody say amen? Come on. Could it be that our children are going through these things because Christian parents are not reading the Bible or have not taught our children to obey and honor? Come on. And I'm not talking about beating them down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. I'm talking about talking to them. I'm talking about parenting them. You know, parenting them. <laughs> That's a new word. Hallelujah. To parent them. Hallelujah. I'm talking about, you know what? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't discipline your children. Come on. Some of them need a little discipline. Come on. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with discipline. Amen. But it has to do it in love. Amen. It has to do with an understanding. Amen. Our answers, say our answers, our answers are in the word of God. If you want to learn how to parent, if you want to be a good husband, a, a good wife, anything in life is in the word of God. All our answers are in the word of God. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9 says this. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth. Somebody say the whole earth. 
Come on, in order to strengthen, listen, those whose hearts are fully committed to him. See, that was God does, amen. If you are committed to God, he said, man, God is my Lord. God is my Savior. He is Lord of over everything. And you make a commitment to you. My God, say our God, our God searches the whole world, amen. And he searches and he looks for those and he strengthens those who are committed to him. My God will never leave you nor forsake you. Come on. He's always there for you. And he's looking for opportunities to strengthen you as long as you're fully committed to him. And this is what's going on. This is what's going to take him in to raise our children in God's way. Amen. Come on. There are times. Amen. I know it gets hard. Come on. Parents say amen. Come on. It's difficult. Amen. To fulfill our duties and our responsibilities as parents. Kids alone, how many, how many know, have a hard time already, amen. We as parents need to guide them and not release them to figure it out. Let me ask you a question. Parents, have you ever got weary in training and discipling your children or disciplining your kids? Come on, you ever got tired? Come on, somebody say amen. Come on. Come on, sometimes you're like, ah. Come on. Only me? Okay. I'm sorry. You guys are perfect. I'm sorry. (laughs) Come on. You ever felt like giving up? Come on. You ever felt like taking them out? (laughs) Oh, yes. Hallelujah. This morning, Pastor. Hallelujah. Little Timothy. Little Timmy was acting crazy. I wanted to take that dude out. Hallelujah. We think as parents, listen, parents. We think all we need to do is love. All we need to do is love. Just love them. I mean, oh, that's a big mistake. You got to do more than just love them, church. To be fully committed to your kids, the Bible says it takes wisdom. How many need some wisdom in this place? How about you? But I ask for wisdom. God says, that is, if, you want, if you want to ask for something, ask for wisdom. Come on, we, we, I need wisdom. I pray for wisdom every single time. Amen. I need wisdom. Wisdom is mad. It's like gold. It's, it, it's good. Wisdom is good. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we, God says we need wisdom. It says in Proverbs 24, 3, it says it takes wisdom to have a good family and it makes, it takes understanding to make it strong. Healthy families are not an accident. They are a result of wise actions and wise decisions by wise parents. Let me say that again, amen. Our healthy families are, are not an accident. It's just not going to, just because you come to PCLV in three months, amen, it's just going to go boom, everything's going to get fixed in your house. Wouldn't that be nice, amen? But no, it's a result of wise actions and wise decisions by wise parents. So today I'm in this two-part series. We're going to look at four things, not today, but half of those things that God says that you need to do in order to be fully committed to your kids. Four things, amen, in order to be a healthy family. And we're going to call them the four P's. Amen? Somebody say four P's. No, P's. All right. All right. There you go. I'm going to give you two P's today. 
and I'll give you two peas tomorrow. No, not tomorrow, but in two weeks. I mean, my wife's going to minister next week, amen. Uh, pray for me. I'll be gone doing a revival back in California, amen. So uh, you guys are going to have to do So I'll continue the two Ps in a couple of weeks, amen. So number one, the number one P, prepare your kids for life. Prepare your kids for life. The Bible says that the, the, that the, the one of the goals of parenting is to prepare your kids for life. God intends the family, listen, your household, your family, to be the learning center for preparing them, not the world. Come on, we have to teach, come on, the things that they will not learn anywhere else. The things that we teach, they're not going to find it anywhere else. they got to find it in your home. That has to be the learning center, amen, especially in schools today where they have their own agenda, amen. Come on, we have to prepare our kids for life. Parents say, my kids. Come on, we have to prepare our kids for life, amen. The Bible is very clear that the primary responsibility of raising children, preparing them for lives, is you parents. Come on. From the moment you took part of conception, and you know what I'm talking about there, amen. The moment you took part in that, amen, you took on a new job description, amen. You became part of parenthood. Meaning parenting job is not just a mom thing, but also a dad thing. Come on, wives, say amen. Come on, it's parenthood. It's not parent mom <laughs> or parent dad. It's parenthood. That's what our children need. They need a mom. They need a dad. And I know that sometimes one of those are missing. So you got to be part of that parenting. Amen. Uh, come on. Uh, we got to understand that we got to build them. Amen. Uh, so in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, it says this. You must teach. He's talking to you guys. Parents. He's talking to you parents. Amen. You must teach these commandments to your children. Talk about them when you're at home or out for a walk at bedtime and the first thing in the morning. Come on, the scripture says several things here. It says, you, you as parents, parents say me. Come on, you as parents. It's not talking about the government. It's not talking about a preschool. It's not talking about a school district, not even the church. It's, listen, listen. It's not even talking about grandparents. Come on, grandparents, say, say amen. It's not, my, it's not our job to parent them. We are just to love them and buy them stuff. Hallelujah. That's what we do as grandparents, amen. We love them, and I'll teach them, amen, but the primary responsibility falls on you parents. Come on, you're not to push them off on grandpa and grandma, and they'll learn from them. No, you have to parent them. Come on, it's talking about you. You are the parent. You are the primary responsible to prepare your kids for life. Nobody else. You. Somebody say me. Then it goes, you what? You must. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, it says, you must. Meaning it's not optional. You must. Parents must do this. You are to teach. The commandments. You are to read the Bible to them. You are to teach them 
the things of God. Amen. You are to impart inside their little minds. Amen. And read the word of God to them. Uh, share God's principles. Uh, share God's promises. Uh, share all that God has released to us. Give it to your children. Can somebody say amen in this place? Uh, hallelujah. Come on. By being an example. Parents, let me tell you something. You're teaching your kids all the time. Come on, whether you realize it or not. So they're always watching mom. They're always watching dad for your reactions and listen, your behaviors. So when your kids act up, guess what? They're just acting like you. Where do you get that from? You. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> it's you. You wonder why they get that attitude or why they talk back. Guess what? Where they got it from? You. And if they didn't get it from you, didn't, you didn't help them to understand you don't do that when somebody else in the world is teaching them to do that. Hello? Come on. I'm taking it off me. I'm putting it on you. It doesn't belong to the church. It belongs to you. Parents, come on. Let's do our job. Let's parent. Let's teach our kids. If you don't like what you see, then change something. What's going on there or change you? Because <laughs> they're looking at you. Come on. So they're looking how you react to things. When things start to pop up in your, in your home, amen, if you get angry, if you start cussing, if you get mad, if you quit church, let me tell you, all that, they're, they're retaining. And when they get to a point, amen, they're the ones going to start cussing. They're the ones that are going to get mad. They're the ones that are going to get angry. They're the ones that say, I'm not going to church, amen. They're the ones, church, because you taught them that. Amen. <laughs> Come on. If, you're, if this is not happening to you, then praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, it, it took you to get there, right? For those that have little babies, they're ready. <laughs> they need to be taught. Look at them. They're all innocent right now. Ooh. They're going to be watching mom and dad for a little bit. All of a sudden, they're going to get their little attitude. Yeah. They're all cute right now, but man, you don't disciple them, parent them, guess what, man? They're kicking you. They're, ah. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Somebody say, I take ownership. Come on, if you're a parent, say, I take ownership. Say, it's my responsibility. Nobody else's responsibility. I, say, I raise my children. I parent my children. Come on, let me tell you, you get help along the way. I'm here to help your kids. I'm here to love your kids. We got teachers to teach your kids, amen. But it is you to parent your kids. We are not your kids' parents. You are. I'm their pastor. That's it. Come on, but you, a father and mother in the house raising their kids, you are the parent. I will not overstep your boundaries. That is yours. I'll help you, dad and mom. We are here to help you. And the word is there always to guide you, but you are to do it. Come on, somebody say amen. 
I'm, I'm taking things off, amen, hallelujah. I, I want to I flow what God's telling me to flow for this house and for this building, amen, and for what God is about to do. But all of us, all of us together have to take our responsibilities, amen. We have to make it better. We have to work it out, amen. Come on, you want deliverance? Work it out, amen. You're going through a hard time? Work it out, hallelujah. Don't just come to me calling every time, amen. You need to work it out. Come on, read the word of God. The answer's right there, amen. And then start to listen to daddy, heavenly father. He's your parent. He's your daddy. Come on, take responsibility. It's the church's fault. Shut up. It's time to grow up. I'm not here to take care of babies. Come on, they walk in. I'll take care of them for a while. But guess what? You're going to have to grow up. Take responsibility for your own salvation. The Bible says you have to work it out in fear and trembling. It doesn't say pastor works it out for you. My wife works it out for you. And he leaves. You have to work it out. Well, I get no claps there, hallelujah. It's me and my wife. Yeah, preach it. Preach it, baby. Preach it. <laughs> this is how we get stronger, church. Let me tell you, I'm here. I'll pray for you. I'll do, I'll fast for you. I'll do whatever for you. But I can't do you. <laughs> I can't be you. I'm going to help you to be who God created you to be. But we have to take responsibility. And this is one area that we're, we're failing in a nation, in a world, because we are loosey. We're just letting our kids loose and say, well, they'll figure it out and they'll, they'll come back. And yeah, and the Bible says, you know what? Train them and guide them, and when they get old, they'll come back. But that's because you're doing the parenting part, not the releasing part. You release them, they won't come back. They'll get lost. They'll get, they'll get, they'll get, they'll get, the world will eat them up, church. Especially in the area where we are today in the world, is worse than it ever was, amen. You release your kids to figure out, they're going to die on you. They're going to die. The world's going to take them. We have to do our part as long as they're in our house, church. Parent them. Parent them. Teach them. Be an example. You got to watch every little behavior, little action, little attitude that you have. They're watching you. Show them by being an example that you can overcome the struggles that mom and dad work it out and work it through. They never never give it up. And yeah, they hit hard things, but they see you work it through. This is what we taught our kids, amen, that you know what? You fight for your marriage. You make it work. You fight through struggles. You do those things and you trust God. Trust him and watch what God does. Come on, it goes on to say you must teach these commandments. Teach them the things that God says to do. The question I have for you parents today, what are you passing down to your kids? If I went to your kids and say, how's mom and dad at home? I wonder how they would tell me. Because how many know they tell the truth? Oh, yeah, mom and dad, they're doing this and that. And yeah, dad's smoking. He's getting mad. Yeah, mom drinks her wine. I see her. She doesn't think I don't see her, but I see her. Oh I, oh, I know it's not in this church. I know it's not in this. It's those people out there. I know. It's out there. What are they saying? What are you passing down to them? 
See, we gotta, we gotta answer that question. You gotta answer that question. I don't want you to answer it loud, but you gotta answer that. What am I passing my kids? What, what am I passing down to them? Am I passing down me? Am I passing that I don't handle situations? Am I passing down I don't trust God? What am I passing to my kids? Or am I passing that, you know what? Man, when there's storms hit my house, my, my mom, my dad, they get, they get there in that prayer closet. They're calling out to God. They're, they're, they, 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 they never stop giving even when we're going through some rough patches in our lives. What are you passing down? It says in Isaiah 38, 19, it says, One generation makes known your faithfulness to the next. One generation makes known your faithfulness to the next. In a lot of families today, there is no solid truth, listen, being passed down in the terms of God's word, his principle, and his promises. I've heard people say, well, I'm not going to impose my spiritual values on my kids. I'm going to let them decide for themselves. Well, that's the problem today, church. Amen. That's why a lot of kids are messed up, confused, lost their identity. Amen. Because parents are not teaching. Parents are not passing down God's values and benefits to them. What you're telling your kids uh, when you don't teach them that God, listen, is optional. Church, God is not optional. You're hurting your kids when you give them the option. It says you must teach. Say that with me. I must teach. You have to take ownership. You have to take the responsibility. You cannot blame anyone else where your kids are at and what they're doing. You can't blame the world. You can't blame the church. You can't blame the anything. You've got to blame yourself. You have to take ownership. I've confessed, and I messed up things for my kids. When I was not in the Lord, I messed up. They seen I confused them. Mom was going one way. I was going the other way. There was confusion. What's right? What's wrong? And so I messed them up. And I was, I'm the first to say, I'm sorry to my kids. I was the first to say to my son at one moment, you know, I'm sorry that I took you there. I'm sorry that you saw that. I had to humble myself to each of my kids and say, I'm sorry. The only one that did not see anything was Brandon. Hallelujah. Special Brandon. Hallelujah. He's, he's just a good kid. Amen. And he didn't see none of that. He didn't see that. He just heard stories of dad. And, and, and But he's never seen dad like that. My, my daughter and my older son seen that. And so I had to apologize for those things. I set a wrong example. And even as I grew in church, I had to, I had to, I had to work it out. They had to show that, you know what, I'm struggling through. I'm, I'm trying to change who I am. I'm trying to renew my mind in God's word. And, and they had to see the transformation take. It wasn't overnight. It wasn't steps. I mean, I was still there. I, I had to work it through. And now they see, okay, okay, God, he never gave up. He kept on going. And so I showed him something else that it takes work to be where God wants you to be. It's not an overnight success, even though you look at me like, oh, he has it all together. No. <laughs> you don't know the trials and the storms and the battles that my wife had to be where we are standing here today. And the things that God has blessed me with is because I've been faithful to him and he's been faithful to me. I had to fight for this and I continue to fight for this because the devil wants to take it. 
Let me tell you, he wants to take what he has, right? What we have here in, in PCLV. He realized, my wife and I were talking, he wanted to take me out. He wanted to shut down this church. Did you know that? Or were you just so caught up in yourself that you didn't see that? And what you're going through and didn't realize the devil was trying to shut our church down these last past couple of years. Trying to take pastor out. Trying to take my wife out. He was trying to take you out. He was trying to take, he was shutting down these doors and laughing. And I said, no. I thank God for a warrior spirit that's in this place. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm telling you, you got you to put your war cry out and say, you know what, I'm fighting for this. And so you got to show your kids that, that we're going to fight it through, amen, till Jesus comes back. We don't stop. We keep fighting. Tell your neighbor, push. We've got to keep pushing, amen. got to keep going, amen. But the Bible says you must teach. I'm throwing it back on you again. You say I. You must teach. Get them fully committed to God, fully committed to the church. Make sure they learn to worship. Tithe. Teach them how to give and to serve. Proverbs 22, 6 says, direct your children unto the right path. And when they get older, they will not leave it. You disciple them. You teach them. You direct them. Let me tell you, as they get older, they're going to make their own decisions. Let me tell you, some will wander off. That's okay, amen. As long as you did your part of parenting, the Word of God says that they'll come back. Come on, somebody. They're going to come back because what you have taught them, amen. Even though they go away for a little while, even though they may go out there and taste the world, because all of us, let me tell you, all of us are like that prodigal son that said, give me my inheritance. Thank you for what you taught me dad but I'm going to check out the world for myself but he came to his senses why because of the parenting of a father that loved him and put it inside of him that when he came to his senses he realized what am I doing here I have the blessings I have the promises back home I'm going back to daddy amen because he has everything for me let me tell you teach them the word of God says when they get old they will not depart from it they will come back to it your prodigals are coming back. My son is coming back. Cousins, family, friends are coming back. Why? Because we sow seed and we share the word. Amen. And his word does not come back in void. God's words are powerful. And they'll go out and accomplish what it said it will do. If you believe in it. If you trust in it. Yeah, it gets hard. I know hard. I wish I had that little picture clip of, of uh, Tom Hanks and the, the lead of their own. Remember that, that, that uh, movie with the girls that put a baseball team when the men were off to war and one of them was quitting? You know, and he says, hey, what are you doing? I, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm going, I'm going with my husband. I'm just, I'm going back home. Why, why are you quitting? He goes, because it's hard. He says, it's hard. And he got all frustrated with her. and just, He says, it's the hard that makes it great. It's the hardness that you go through, church, that makes you great. It doesn't come like that. You're going to have to go through some hard in order to see the greatness of God and to see what God does in your life. 
Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it sucks. But it's the heart that makes it great. What a powerful thing that she told her. And we have to apply to our lives that we, gotta, we can't give up on our kids. Do your part, church. When they get of age, release them. Trust them. They'll come back. Even if you see things get a little crazy and like, whoa, what's... You keep praying, parents. That's your job. Keep loving them. Keep parenting them. <laughs> I don't care how old my kids are. We'll continue to parent them. Sharice. Brandon, I know you're looking too. And my son, Nick, he knows. We teach them. We parent them. Of course, we let them. They got to make their own decisions too. We're not to go there and say, hey, you're doing this wrong and that wrong. But we're going to parent them. We're going to love them. They know where to come to to help them and their children and their children's children and so on and so on, church. It says direct your children to the right path. Direct them, train them, teach them. Now, parents, I want you to do one thing, and I want you to just do it in your minds, all right? Don't, don't yell out a number. Don't, don't. This is for you. I want, to rate, I want you to rate yourself and be honest with yourself through 1 through 10. How do you rate in preparing your children? How do you rate in preparing? And be honest with yourself. If it's three, it's three. If it's five, man, I'm, I'm a, then it's five. Because I, I can tell you right now, there's no tens in this place. I'm still working on it. And now that you see yourself, now start to work on it to get that, that, that three to a five and get it higher. How many can do a better job? Raise your hand. Be honest. All of us. We can, we can do better. Amen? Prepare your kids. Number two. Number one was a big one. <laughs> Number two, point your kids to God. Prepare them for their future. Prepare them for life. And then number two, point them, point your kids to God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Amen. Don't provoke. Don't get angry on them. Don't start beating on them. But you know what? Treat them well. Bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes through the word of God. That is how you discipline your children is through God's word. Not what you feel. Don't let your anger get controlled of you and just do start doing things. I know they can drive you nuts, amen, but you got to submit yourself, amen, to God. And the, the devil will leave. That flesh will leave, amen. Discipline them through the word of God. The most important lesson that we can teach our kids is knowing and loving God. That is one of the most important lessons that you can teach your kids, knowing and loving God, bringing up your kids, knowing and trusting God. They need to see us, say me, parents say me. They need to see us as parents trusting God when things are hitting our lives and, and, and how we respond to it, amen. Why is that so important, amen? Because Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 says in the Living Bible, knowing God results in every other kind of understanding. 
The New Living Translation says, The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. In other words, knowing God is the foundational issue of life. Amen. Knowing God is where we build, where we learn, and where we train from. It's not just good enough, church, listen, to talk about God. We need to make sure that we point our kids to Jesus Christ, to their Savior, amen, the one who loves them and the one who died for them. Do your children know that Jesus died for their sins? You've got to point them to the Savior. You've got to point them to God. God, this is the way. This is the truth. This is the life. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. Let them know what he, what he did for them. Let them know the garden. Let them know the decision. Let him know, amen, that he submitted to the Father's will. Let them know that he went through a beating for us to set us free. Let them know that they, they nailed him to a cross, amen. Let them, let them know, amen, that, that the blood that he shed is for the, the payment of our sins for now and forevermore, amen. Let them know that on the third day he rose from the dead, amen, and took back the keys to hell, death, in the grave. Let them know, amen, that death has no hold on us. doesn't matter. Death, sickness can come and try to take us out and take us out, but it's not going to separate us from the love of God. Let them know that they don't have to live in fear anymore. Let them know that sickness does not have to be ruler over us. Let them know that he is the alpha, the omega. The first in the beginning. He's the bright and morning star. Let him know that he's Jehovah Rapha, their healer, Jehovah Jireh, their, their, their provider, Jehovah Nisha, their victory banner. Let him know who he is for them. Teach it. Show them. Ask him. Every time I drive with my grandson, I'm always asking him. I'm not parenting them. I'm just teaching them, okay? Calm down, Sharice. <laughs> but, but, but I tell him, you know, I give, you, know, you know what this means. You know what that means. And he'll, he'll try to give me his understanding. I said, no, that's, that's not what, maybe that's a world meeting, but this is, this is biblical meeting. Let me teach you some biblical stuff of who our God is. So I teach him little things. I'll throw little nuggets at him. Got to throw some things, some little nuggets. When you're sitting at a table, talk to them. When you're laying them down to bed, just say, okay, lights out. No, throw a little something at them. Throw a little nugget. You know what? You know, God's going to bless you today. He's going to give you good dreams. You know, whatever. You have bad dreams? Well, let's pray for some good dreams. You want some good dreams? Yeah, how do you do that? Let me show you. I'm going to pray right now. Watch what God does. Teach them that if they had a rough day, there's going to be a better day tomorrow. Amen. Teach them, point them to God. Son, I may not have all the answers, but you know who? I know who does. God does. We have it in his word. We've got to treasure these words. We've got to write them in our hearts. We've got to, we, this is valuable. This is life. Come on, get into your word. Read your word. Teach them that, how, how valuable it is. Teach them to rely on the Holy Spirit, who's their friend. Come on, Jesus left, but then he brought a comforter. <laughs> he, brought, he, he brought a friend. He brought a 
teacher. He brought a guide. He brought a, 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 a buddy to help us through the things. You know, you can always, let me tell you, when you're going through a hard time, let me tell you, you can call on the Holy Spirit. And he'll show up right there. He'll right there. And he'll, he'll, he'll fight for you. And he'll tell you what to do. He's a good, good friend. He's there. He didn't leave us. He didn't abandon us. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, but the Holy Spirit's right here at our disposal at any time. Holy Spirit, I need strength. Holy Spirit. Teach them, man. If they feel something of evil, they can start. Teach them. Get those kids talking some tongues. Hallelujah. Come on. You know, just, just casting things out and say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I remember... Pastor Abraham, man, uh, that's all his kids talk. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Where they get that? From dad. Amen. Dad was rebuking all the demons. Hallelujah. They just picked it up from him. I rebuke you. Hallelujah. Amen. They see something wrong. I rebuke you. <laughs> they, that's parenting. Hallelujah. They got the lingo down. They grew into the knowledge of it, man. But you got to teach them. Come on. I bind you in the name of teach them words like that. Bind. The world don't know that. You know, they start having a fight. I bind you. You know, all the kids are laughing. I bind you. Also, they, they get bind. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whoa, there's some special power with these guys, you know. They won't mess with you. Come on. We laugh, but it's serious. Our kids can do things like that. We, if we can do them, they can do them. You got to teach them. It's not when you get a certain age. Teach them. Every, everyone's in a different level. But let me tell you, let God raise them to the right level. Let them stretch out their hands. Let them say, you know what, mom, are you sick? Dad, are you sick? Can I pray for you? Can I lay hands on you? Yeah, go for it. Chat that a little. Man, wouldn't that be powerful? Your kids just came to you and just started laying hands on you and then you fell out? <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. I got some kids here, hallelujah. Take that neighborhood, hallelujah. Take those neighbors, hallelujah. Let them loose. Go get them. <laughs> Teach them. Teach them. Even when they're small kids, you can... You can talk right there, Abe. You can talk to your son. Just start speaking tongues over him, declaring promises over him, over your daughter, Nate. Your daughters, God, you're, they're powerful. You're powerful women of God. And they're going to go, yeah, I am, yeah. Let them know. Let them trust and believe that what God's word says is true. Point them to God. Point them to the answer. Point them to the Savior. Point them to the Lord. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 16, 34 says this. The whole family was filled with joy because they come. They had come to believe in God. Come on. Your family will be filled with joy if you point them to God. They believe in God, church. Point them. Direct them. Show them. This is God. Let them not come in confused. I don't understand why my mom sings or why she prays. Or Let them know what you're doing. Let them know how to war. We've got to get our children prepared because the enemy is coming after them more than ever before, church. The enemy is mad over the overturning of this abortion. He's mad and he's coming after our kids. He's coming after our kids. He, he don't care about this generation. He wants the next. That's the important one. 
Let me tell you, church, for the coming of the Lord, that next generation, we got to do our part. Don't tell me, don't get me wrong, but that next generation is who he's coming after. That's what he did before, right? When, when God was silenced for how many years? 400 years? 400 years. He knocked out all generations. He's coming again. He's coming after our kids. Protect them. Teach them how to fight. Teach them how to pray. Teach them who will help them through. Point them to God. Come on, don't release them. Come on, we've done that too long, church. Let the the schools raise them. Let the neighborhood raise them. And they did. But now he's coming after their identity. He's bringing confusion. He's bringing this and that and all this stuff. And, you know, we're talking about this and kind of just, the guys were just making fun of this transgender. Don't call me this. I'm this. I'm them. I'm that. Whatever it is. Amen. And he says, you know what? I'm New Yorkin. I said, what do you mean New Yorkin? It's 530 over there, so I'm going home. (laughs) I'm a New Yorkin. (laughs) I live in New York. See how silly it can get? Well, I think I'm New York. I think I live there. And, and over there, it's 5.30, so I'm off at 5.30. I'm going home. Oh, it's 2 or 1.30 or 2.30 over here. You understand what I'm saying? That, that's, that's what they're doing, church. It's just a, a confusion upon and our, our, and our enemies impressing all this junk upon them. You have to clear it out. We have to parent them. They shouldn't even got in through that. They should, even, they should look at that and say, what the heck are you guys talking about? I'm a boy and that's it. You're a girl and you're a girl. That's it. You know what? You want to believe on that? Amen. Believe that. You're a rock. Okay, you're a rock. Hallelujah. But I'm, I'm, I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. Amen. I'm a creation of God Almighty. God created me. He knew me when I was in my mother's womb. Come on, I'm not, I'm not this or that or them. I'm, I am who I am. Teach them that. Help them. The other children are confused. If they can reach out for them, they can bring them in here, and then we can help them. And maybe reach out to their parents and start to change all this stuff, church. Amen? Now I want you to rate yourself on how well and consistent between 1 to 10 are you pointing your kids to God. Write it down in your mind, and that's your homework. God, I need to prepare my kids for life, and I need to point them to God. I, do, I need to do a better job because I'm a, I'm a two right now. I'm a three right now. Even if you're at a five, it's not good enough. we got to do better. Just raise up the scale and say, man, I'm going to do the best that I can do in what God has given me, and I'm going to give them the best example to follow by my actions and my what I do before them, amen, because they're watching you. Every little thing they're watching. Even if they're not present in the room, they're still hearing you from another room. So next time you want to flesh out, next time you want to say something that you can't really take back, they're hearing and they're watching you. Let's start to clean up our acts. And then for some of us, we've got to apologize. Humble yourself and say, son, daughter, what, what happened a few weeks ago, I'm sorry. That, 
that's my bad. I, I should not have said that. I should not have done that to your mom. I should not have said that to your dad. I should not have done this. I should, I should not have acted this way when uh, so-and-so came at me and I, I gave you a bad example. I, I, I fall short of God's will. We all do. I'm going to work better to be better for you and to set a better example for you. Let's do that, church. Let our kids know that we're human and we make mistakes. It's all right. That's part of the growing. It's a part of the teaching with us humbling ourselves. Growth comes through that. Put your pride aside and do what you need to do. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up.